Welcome to the Business Chef Podcast, where we learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. Do you make food? Then let us help you make money doing Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, info at businesschef.org. Why, hello there, everybody. Chef Sean Boucher here, and I am apologizing from the get-go because I'm a little bit sick, I'm a little bit stuffed up, but that's what you get when you jump on and off planes all the time. I'm excited. Speaking of jumping on planes, we are talking to a good friend of mine, a guy who knows a little thing or two about travel, Mr. Chef Henry Bronson. And I'm excited to get to know him a little bit and hear his story because the dude knows how to get around. Well, you know, as as I told you, uh, we're just for the benefit of your audience. We're 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 recording this from the baseline of Stratton Mountain in Vermont, where, you know, because of my awesome lifestyle, I, I do get at least forty days of snow uh, on snow in every year. It's, uh, um, but uh, you know, my my chef career actually started in 1974 as a kid making pizzas. Um, I was too short to reach the back of the oven, so I had these awesome burn stripes on my uh, on my inner bicep, you know, for like two years, you know, um, even standing on a milk crate. But um, you know what what got me going is uh, I was raised by a single mom, and and she decided at one point that uh, we were going to move to France, and we went and lived in France for a year and a half, and my my mind was essentially blown, my palate was excited. I still to this day have distinct food memories of a of a restaurant in Montan where you know this guy would pull the onion soup from the pass and he'd take a raw egg and an ounce of port and beat it together and slip it in under the cheese and it was just the most one of the most phenomenal dishes I've ever ever had in my life and and to this day I still can't replicate it but I love onion soup and uh you know it was it was a real culinary eye opener so you know when I got back from that that trip um I got a job with a French with a French guy, um, and uh, he uh, he was an old school Garland, and I wasn't there, but somehow, some way, he managed uh, in lighting the oven to to bypass the pilot safety, and the thing blew up on him, and he burned his paws literally from his fingers to his elbows, and had bandages on him, and he was like, "Holy crap, I can't close." And he comes to me and goes, Henri, Henri, you have to be my hands. You would be, you, you would be my cook. You will, you will do it. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm 16. You're out of your mind. He said, come on. It, it was the summer, so he just basically grabbed me by the ears, and uh, and and uh, he he actually had a stick because he wasn't he wasn't allowed to you know hit hit me with his hands. But you know, this is true, truly old school. I mean, you know, he had a wooden spoon. It was kind of it was it was awesome. But you know, I was doing classical French cuisine. And it was like a 35 seat restaurant and, and we were, we were busting it out and, and really no, nobody knew that it was me doing all the cooking. Um, so needless to say, um, I was cool. <laughs> you know, I, I had money in my pocket. I could cook and, and I was, uh, from then on, it's, it's been, you know, 
downhill, uphill, and sideways ever since. You know, I, I grew up in upstate New York. I, I worked there for a bunch of years, and then I uh, then I went went to do my time in New York City. Uh, I, I left New York City in '89. Uh, you know, working for a bunch of name people. I did Chinese. I did Mexican. I did. Uh, um, I mean, gourmet Mexican in the '80s was was pretty much unheard of. There was uh, Josefina Howard at Rosa Mexicano and. Uh, and I worked for Zarella Martinez, who was doing, uh, she called it Sonoran Ranch Cuisine. Um, I worked for David Kay, the guy who's uh, allegedly credited, along with Michael Tong, for single-handedly bringing uh, Szechuan cuisine to the United States. Um, so, yeah, I, I had a great old time. And, you know, sort of towards the end of that run, my I got married, uh, married a, a pastry chef. We... Uh, we, we we developed uh, a, a romance in the kitchen on uh, 65th Street and 3rd Avenue in Manhattan, and uh, you know we we decided that we needed to get out. So I've been in Vermont, went to lease a restaurant, uh, and uh, actually went to go go to work for a restaurant that my mother-in-law had found, and um, sort of downhill ever since. It turned out to be for lease, so boom! In '89, uh, I was a restaurant owner, and. Uh, did that for a few years, and I've had had my own place, Bistro Henry. Uh, we just celebrated 25 years uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, Southern French, Northern Italian cuisine, and we're in a small market. I've I've thrown some high quality steak at it. Um, so that's that's kind of the nutshell of my my, my bio, my CV, my my career. And uh, what's what's really cool is uh, you know the the trade from the city to the country has been just absolutely awesome. We have two great kids. They're both in their 20s. They're doing well. And, uh, you know, when I step out of my kitchen onto my loading dock, uh, we, uh, we we see a mountain. And uh, for some reason, we're like a magnet for rainbows. <laughs> yes, a magnet for rainbows. There you go. You heard it first here. So talk a little bit about what it is that you are doing right now when it comes to the to the travel component of things. Well, I, I, I this thing kind of fell into my lap. I mean, I, I, I consider myself a hospitality professional. You know, first and foremost, I, I like to say that I'm humble. You know, I, I remember some of those some of those great French guys saying, you know, we're we're just soup merchants. You know, that might have been Henri Soule at the Pavillon in the '60s. You, you know. Um, and and you know above first above all first and foremost you know I I, I I like to think that I that I practice and refine a craft on a daily basis, um, but you know hospitality when you're when you're an owner when you you know some 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 kitchen guys don't get this even to this day, you know when, when you step out into the dining room it's a whole new world and there's like people there, and you know there's this whole interaction stuff. So this, this side hustle thing is, is is a direct result of, you know, having having a business in, in the country that's provided extremely well for me and just you know been been absolutely wonderful, and you know from a financial standpoint, uh, I don't know about you, but I I'm I'm usually uh, in the category of uh, uh, of saying yeah a little more would be nice, uh, some more extra would be awesome, and a lot of extra would be outstanding, um, and. I, I look at my life as a compilation of experiences. I, I you know, yeah, I, I have nice skis, but I drive a beat up truck. I spend my money on vacations and trips because that's what matters to me. And that's that's you know that started over 40 years ago with that with that you know crazy voyage to Europe. 
So, so my my side hustle is basically it's a, it's a 13 year old company that nobody's ever heard of that uh, that helps people uh, attain once in a lifetime experiences. And and to me that's that's a, the, one of the greatest extensions of hospitality. You know, when, when when I travel, you know, being a food guy, I mean, it's like, what are we eating? You know, what are we seeing? What's 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 the culture? What's the immersion? And you know, I I can I, I can find that in a resort hotel. Um, Actually, my as a, as a little aside, tangential, you know, my, my son and I were were in Cozumel, Mexico, a few years back, and uh, I was I was doing a bunch of scuba diving. He wasn't because he broke his he broke his paw, um, but uh, he he remarked to me. He said, "Dad, you know, there's a lot of people here from a lot of different places. How come how come you're always having conversations with the staff?" And I said, well, because those are the people I relate to the most, you know, and they provide the hospitality. And I, you know, you know, if you've ever been to Mexico and 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 you, and you see the see the people light up that are that are working hard, and and you know when you talk to them and 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 treat them as humans, and and in our case, you know, fellow travelers in the hospitality game, man, that just jazzes me up in, in innumerable innumerable ways. So. You know, the, the side hustle is great. It's it, it's about experiences, and and uh, you know, my my target is uh, is is a little extra at the end of the month. So, talk a little bit more, maybe in depth or more specifically, about what it is that you do as the travel chef, or as as somebody who helps people to travel. Are you like a travel agent? Are you setting up trips for people, or or what is it that makes you or, or gives you? The opportunity to do what it is you're doing. Well, I, I'm I'm good at that. I mean, as, as uh, at, at all of those, but I am definitely not a travel agent. I, the 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 company I represent is is uh, is an invitation only travel club. Um, they've got some signature products that are curated trips to to, to various locations around the world. They they did about nine thousand of them. Last year on 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 six continents, they haven't gotten our Antarctica one dialed in yet. Um, but uh, it, it's it's a travel club. It has initiation. It has dues. Um, all of which gets um, essentially loaded back into your account via point system. Um, if you don't like any of the trips or they don't fit your schedule. Um, we've got these things called Anytime Escapes in about 35 different properties around the world. You know, you want to go grab four nights in the Dominican Republic because you're, you know, you're pretty much sick of slinging hash. You know, all you got to do is get on a plane and, and, and literally, you know, a couple hundred bucks for four nights all inclusive, uh, you know, you're, you're in. Um, and then the next thing is we actually own a travel agency. So if you want to go somewhere and design a trip, you know, let, let's say you want to go to Ireland and 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 trace your roots because you know you you, you think you're Irish or you got one of those 23andMe, you know, DNA tests and you want to see where you're from or, or or whatever. You want to call those guys up and say, hey, I want to go this place, this place, this place, and this place. Can you put me together something? They will. That that's what they do. Um, and there's a bunch of other benefits, you know, that uh, that, that can take care. Well, one thing that I I, I don't ever want to use, but uh, since I'm going on a cruise to the Caribbean next week, it, it's in the back of my mind. They got this set up that's um, called emergency evacuation from anywhere on the anywhere on the globe that'll get you back to an American hospital if that's your choice. Um, I like that part because uh, you know I'm planning a trip out west 
to the Canadian Rockies. And, like, if I'm in the middle of nowhere and, uh, God forbid, something happens, uh, we got to call in a helicopter to take me to, uh, you know, to a bone doctor. You know, it's, it's there. So that, that was my little tangent on there. You know, there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on with it. Um, I, I love it for hospitality professionals because it's like, you know, one call can do it all, so to speak. You know, you don't have to agonize about where you're going, how you're getting there, and all this other stuff. It's like, it's great. Um, I mean, you know, people spend more time planning vacations than, than they really should. Some pretty cool stuff. I, you know, I think as hospitality professionals, we we probably don't travel enough. Well, I mean, I do. I travel more than I should, but I I do... I do see the value in it. You definitely have your mind and your heart and your your opportunities opened wide when you're able to travel and get out there and see a lot of different things. And so, anyway, if somebody hears this and they're like, "Man, I wanna I wanna look into this," how do they get a hold of you, or what's the best way to touch base with you? Call me eight zero two six eight eight. Six eight seven nine. As you can tell, I'm I'm not shy and I love to talk. Uh, you can also email me Henry H E N R Y at bistrohenry.com. That's my restaurant in Vermont, bistrohenry.com. You can email me from that website if you forget that. Um, you, you, and uh, you can hit me on Facebook, uh, Bistro Henry One or Bistro Henry. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, you Google me, Henry Bronson. I, I actually think I come up, and you know, who knows? Maybe one of these days I'll be really cool and like have a Wikipedia page. You know. <laughs> well, you never know. That's for sure. I hope you get your Wikipedia page. I definitely think that a man of your caliber and stature deserves it. So, uh, as a parting piece of guidance. What do you tell those looking to get into business or those who want to improve their career? What advice do you give? Well, you know, restaurant, chefing, kitchen, you know, to to me it's it's all about attitude, determination, drive, you know. Come in early, leave late. You know, when you say yes, chef, mean it. Um, Be prepared. Um, study Study your ass off. You know, learn, develop, uh, you know, practice. You know, burn stuff if you have to, as long as the owner will let you do that. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, talk, talk to your people and say, hey, I want to experiment with this. You know, show, show it and, and just, you know, the, the great thing about our industry is, is that, uh, you know, when, when you dive into it and, and really, really, you know, sink your teeth into it, you can really do all kinds of things. I mean, I, I, I've, I've met so many people from all over the globe. I actually met somebody on LinkedIn who was a chef at Club Med when I was there visiting about 10 years ago. So that's just, you know, and, and if you're an established professional and, and, and you're looking to, to, to maybe add something to your portfolio or you just want to become a member and, uh, and, and go take a great trip without a hassle, um, you know, Get, get with me, and uh, you know I'm, I'm I'm happy I'm happy to talk to anybody anytime. I mean uh, I, I love meeting people. I mean 40 years in the business, uh, you know I've I've learned a couple things and I've definitely forgotten a few things. But uh, you know I'm I'm here to serve. Basically, is what it comes down to. Servant leadership. I I totally believe in it. I totally believe in serving those who serve us and uh, those who manage other people. Really 
really being able to be a servant leader and provide the tools and the resources that your your cooks and your um, your people need to succeed. That's what we're here for as leaders. We're here to serve. So speaking of which, um, I'm curious with all the travel and all the things that you do, one of the best known chefs out there um, that was known for all of his travel and everything he did was Anthony Bourdain. And, uh, you know, give me, give me your take on Anthony, Anthony Bourdain and kind of what he did for, for us as chefs and as travelers. He was one of the first guys to bring us out of the kitchen into the mainstream, particularly with that New Yorker article. I remember like friends of my mother saying like, is that really true? <laughs> and, you know, it's, you know, we just keep spreading the word and, and it is a little different than the food network, you know, and it's definitely different than Hell's Kitchen. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're all cooks and we're all, we're all servants and, and it's all great to do it. Man. Couldn't agree with you more. You're a good man. Thanks for taking the time to do this and uh, look forward to possibly catching up with you in the future and seeing where you're at. Thanks, man. Safe travels. Hey, thanks for sticking around. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, or anyone who's interested in making food and money. And when you get a second... Give us a review. It really helps us get the word out as well as letting us know how we're doing. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, info at businesschef.org.